Hey, this is Dusty Otis. Welcome to the Living Redefined Podcast. This is a place where we discuss modern day topics and attack them with biblical truths. The goal that we have is just to make daily decisions based on morality and integrity. I want to help you move forward in your faith, and I hope that today helps you do that. Enjoy the message. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back to Believe to Build Block 2. This week, talking about what you think about believing. So thankful for you uh, joining me. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and uh, let let your people know if this is meaning something to you and it speaks to you. Man, let's let's help others get on the same train we are. And so, context for today is is how to believe for what lasts. We want to believe for something that lasts longer than just here and now. And so, last week our action step was to identify the source of our values and start identifying those values. And if you don't know what your values are, you're not alone. Uh, it's really all good. I didn't expect you to know this week. It's a process of refining and getting to the root, depending on how old you are, depends on how deep you have to dig to find the root of your values. And so it's personal, which means you have to ask uh, yourself some tough questions. You kind of have to have that conversation with yourself. And that's kind of awkward unless you're complaining, right? And then <laughs> if we complain, it's pretty easy to have that conversation with ourselves. And so we the, the questions become a little bit different. So welcome, welcome it, embrace it. It's healthy. It's the best thing for you, and it's going to spur you on to improve the way you that you think, which is the big the big idea this week. And so, then, if you have your notebook or Bible, let's jump into this week's um, this week's topic. When thinking about your life and your values, you need to really ask yourself what is going to last the longest. And there's two ways you can look at this: here and now, or there and then. So then, where is your heart? Because that's where you really find your values. And so then. Here and now uh, is really more about a me mentality. It's 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 a smaller way of thinking, and the focus is really about money, popularity, notoriety, material goods, just stuff. And you really look at where you are, and the focus is pretty much on the world and just your little bubble that you live in. Here and now, uh, here and now, you know, perspective is really exhausting. You never have enough. You never feel like there's enough. And you constantly are working to build your kingdom. You know, Judas uh, in the Bible, one of the 12 disciples is our example for this. Judas traded all of his time, everything that he had with Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. He traded here and now money instead of eternal blessings, right? And so then the other side of the here and now is there and then. And when you have a there and then mentality, it's not a we mentality. It's a we mentality. It's come with me. Your focus is getting people on board, right? It's not about where we are. It's where we're going. And it's not having a worldly perspective. Then in th- there and then perspective is having heavenly perspective. We pay it forward. Our heart is healthy. So we're not exhausted. We're actually healthy. And instead of it not being enough, we understand that God has it all under control. Which really means we're building the kingdom instead of our kingdom, right? Then in their perspective leads us to do three things. Sing serve. And so we sing to thank God for what he's done, but for who he is and what we have. And we serve, which would be the second thing. We serve others out of the goodness of our heart without expectation of anything in return because of how good God is to us. And we sow into people, we sow into the church, we give our time, our talent, our treasure. We give what God has given to us to ensure that we reach more people. And so then, then in their perspective leads us to build the kingdom. And really the difference between here and now 
and there and then is a mindset. It comes down to the way we think. Because the truth is the way that you think is how you believe. As a man thinks, so he is. So the truth is when you change your thinking, you change your beliefs. This is a fact. When you change your thinking, you change your beliefs. Beliefs really are nothing but a byproduct of what you have continually thought about over and over and over. And because you've thought long enough about it, you buy into it. You tell yourself, I'm convinced. And I am convinced of this, right? Why? Because you've thought about it nonstop. Your thoughts, if you thought on long enough, become your convictions. Your thoughts, if you think on them long enough, become your beliefs. Why? Because everything starts with a thought. Everything starts with a thought. You really win or lose the battle in the thought realm. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. The second thing is what you think determines who you are. So then who you are determines what you do. This is a fact. Except a lot of times we get it backwards and we believe that what we do makes us who we are. No, no, no. Who you are determines what you do. And so then... Who do you think you are? Who do you really think that you are? And number three, your thoughts determine your direction. And, and then from that, your direction determines your destiny. You are today where your thoughts have brought you and you will be tomorrow where your thoughts take you. This is a quote from James Allen. So here and now or there and then, remembering that your thoughts are like um, an Uber driver, right? You call the Uber driver and, and these are your thoughts. You hop in. And the Uber driver takes you where you want to go. That's exactly how your thoughts are and how you operate in your thoughts. So where are your thoughts taking you today, especially when it comes to or um, leads to what you believe? i got a couple of verses for you today. One is my favorite. This is These are the first two things scripturally that me and Heather ever agreed on. So I'm going to give you my version, how God revealed it to me. And I'm going to share how God revealed it to Heather. And I also want to say this is the number one struggle that we have leading our house. Um, and to be truthful, it's the number one struggle we have in leading all people, right? Because we are all trying to overcome negative thoughts. We're all trying to overcome poor thinking patterns because we all have a process of thinking. And so then let's identify how the thinking process should start. And so then my favorite, how God revealed this to me, is Colossians 3.2. This is also part of our family mission. It says, set your mind your heart, your affections on things above, not on the things of the earth. Earth being the media, culture, all of those things that are that are not of heaven create conflict in our values. Heather's version of this scripture is found in Philippians 4 8. We're going to park on this today. And um, it says this, Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any moral excellence and if there's any praise, dwell on these things. I love the word dwell there. If you're taking notes, you can highlight that. Dwell on these things. Think, again, comes back and double taps it. Think on these things. Dwell meaning think on. Get them in your heart. Learn them. Live them. Lead them. Think on these things. You know the word dwell. We were had a conversation this week. Dwell is a lot like how a cow chews its cud, not to get too, you know, <laughs> too gross but it's a constant that's how we would dwell we would just chew and chew and chew and man when we when we set our mind we set our hearts we set our thoughts on things that are true honorable just lovely 
commendable, excellent. When we, when we dwell and we chew on those things, it's amazing how much it changes our lives. And so then as we think on these things, we think on these things because these are heavenly things. This is what God, this is where God wants our heart. It's where he wants our thoughts. It leads really to Matthew 6, 20, 21, which is our giving scripture. Store up treasure in heaven and they won't be destroyed or stolen. For where your treasure is, that's where your heart will also be. Your thoughts, your thoughts lead a lot to this. So then today, where is your heart? Because wherever your heart is, that's where you're going to find your values. What do you value? And so out of the abundance of the heart, though, the mouth speaks, right? Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. All that flows through your heart. So if you don't know what you value, we really need to address how is your thinking? Because that's what's in your head. And through repetition, it makes its way into your heart. So then, what are you building your values on? Remember, our authority is God. Our source is the Bible. This is what we talked about last week. Is this where your heart is? Is this where your values are based on? Is this what you've built? Is this what you've built what you believe on? Are you building your values on biblical truth or earthly half-truths? One thing you constantly have to do regardless of what you value is reevaluate, is regularly evaluate your thought process. Why do I think that way? What's causing me to get into this rut, right? Why do I immediately go negative when something happens? And then the second part is constantly evaluate your values. Why? Because values change. You change. You're growing all the time there's you're gaining you should be gaining depth you should be getting more rooted and more rooted which means you're getting stronger and stronger so you should you should reevaluate i'm in version 48 of our otis family mission statement which includes our values and 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 our self-talk and all that stuff and so here's the thing it's tough to evaluate your perception or your values because the media tells you that the only thing that matters is here and now right You only live once, right? YOLO. And so the Bible says this, though. The Bible says those who do the will of God will live forever. That's a there and then. So so media and culture tells us here and now. But the Bible says whoever does the will of God will live forever, then and there. Matthew 6 teaches us to pray, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. I'm sure you've noticed the world is not in the best shape, so we could use a little more kingdom. And, And we find this, all of this, is first John two seventeen, and this world is fading, fading away along with everything that people crave, but anyone who does the will of God will live forever. So then we have to discuss this because every temptation, every battle, every argument, every, every bit of everything that we go through is a dilemma between now and later. And so then we must move forward with the thought process and the values of doing less for here and now and more for there and then less short term and more long term believing that God has long term plans for each of us God as you listen has a long term plan for you and so then moving forward you need to ask yourself two questions one will I choose what's easy or what's best boy it's sure easy to choose the easy isn't it it's sure convenient it's sure comfortable to choose easy but man, we choose what's best. That takes a little bit of integrity, right? Number two, will I let my thoughts make my decisions or will I let my values? Or will I let my values? It's a big deal. This is having integrity. It's being balanced and aligned with what God says with the truth, right? And so how you find authenticity in people is when what they say matches 
what they do. This allows you to truly see who they are. And what breaks trust is when we say one thing and we do another. And the reality is, is today you're going to have about 10,000 choices. The average person gets 10,000 choices a day. Every choice shows your values. Every choice leads to your future. So then it either creates closeness with your family and builds a legacy, or it creates distance between you and your loved ones and loneliness for your future. So then in your choices, what causes the most stress is when you live opposite of what you believe. Now let's really get into the close of, of our discussion today. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So then conforming to the world starts when you shelf your beliefs and your values and you shift your thoughts to someone else's way of thinking. This is happening all over the place. So then what happens is you get in a wrestling match with yourself because to value something and to not live it is being dishonest. And it's not just being dishonest with people, it's being dishonest with yourself. And this is where your frustration comes in. And it all starts with a thought. And so those who have the guts to live in their values are really the people who make the world a better place. They change the world. But to live in your values means you're under a constant microscope because everyone is looking for you to be a fraud. They're waiting for you to make a mistake so they can say, I told you so, all because they didn't have the guts to do what you did. And so then, in closing... I would love to think that you are in favor of making good improvements to your life. I know there are several people in my circle I would love to make improvements (laughs) to, but when it comes down to it, I have to be willing to make those improvements to my life. And so then, do you know what the number one challenge of making a good personal improvement is? Feelings. It's how you feel. It's how you feel. And so then, If you do not make personal improvements to your life, it's because you have a feeling that dominates you. For some of us, that's insecurity. For some of us, it's it's a personality trait. I can't tell you what it is, but there's a feeling that comes and creeps in on you. Not good enough, right? Not smart enough. There's a feeling, and that feeling keeps us from moving forward. And that feeling keeps us from improvement. Now, here's the good part. You can control your thoughts, This is a fact. There's science to back it up, but you can control your thoughts. You simply need to make the decision and you need to be disciplined enough to control your thoughts. We teach our kids every day. You're going to battle that negative thought with a positive. And not only are you going to battle it, you're going to speak it out of your mouth. You're going to think positive. You're going to speak positive and you're going to believe positive. And by God, you're going to live positive. And so then you've got to get in that because 80% of your self-talk is negative. And it's so easy to let that stuff come out of your mouth, out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. It's only what we've repeated over and over and over in our head that's made its way to our heart. And so then we're not even going to give it the breath. We're not even going to speak life to it. Now, the tough part about that is your feelings come from your thoughts. Your feelings are birthed from what you think. And so then if you ride the emotional roller coaster, it's because your thought process and your thought life is out of control so then good news we can control our thoughts bad news our feelings come from our thoughts so then we can win we can win knowing that we can control our feelings by controlling our thoughts that sounds great doesn't it the sad truth is few people control their thoughts 
So they ride the roller coaster of life with inconsistent values, letting other determine other people determine their next steps, unsure of where they're going and unhappy about the destination. But remember what Colossians 3 says, since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Fix your thought process to find your values. There's two action steps I have for you today. One, fix your focus. It's Philippians 4.8. Set your thoughts on things that matter, not on things that will perish. Set your thoughts on long-term things, heavenly things, not on the short term. Think bigger, not smaller. Heavenly is always going to be greater than earthly. This is the difference between here and now and there and then. Think there and then. Think on things that matter. Uh, the second thing is this. Remind yourself daily. I've read you Colossians 3, 1 and 2 several times a day. And here's what I want you to remind yourself of. It's Colossians 3, 3. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ. What do I mean? You are not who you were and you don't have to be something that you're not. You don't have to be something that you're not. And so then, what if my whole life is out of order, Dusty, and I'm not sure exactly what to put where? Matthew 6, gives us such good instruction. It says this, Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things, and all these things, and all things will be added to you. The reality in this scripture is this, when you pursue first things first, second things come automatically. Seek first the kingdom of God and all things will be added to you. When you pursue first things first, Second, things come automatically. Now, the reality is this, and this is how most of us like to approach it. When we pursue second things first, we miss out on the first things, and we also miss the fullness of the second thing because our focus is split between the two. So then, when your values are right, what Matthew 6.33 says is when your values are right, your priority is aligned. When your values are right, your words and actions align. When your values are right, your thoughts align. When your values are right, you become who you really are and people can see it. So to have all things, you need to keep first things first. Knowing that thinking is the seed to your belief and your actions. Thinking leads to who you are and what you do. So then, think on these things, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, or excellent. Find them, think on them, celebrate, repeat. Father, thanks so much for the chance to share today. Thank you for seed that's been sown, for hearts that have been opened. Lord, I pray this word would be rooted in the hearts of people and in their minds, Lord. I pray that it would make it to their heart, Lord. Let them put this message on repeat, Father God, so they can grow, so they can grow. Thank you so much for allowing me to be part of what you do on, what you want to do on the face of the earth. Thank you for giving us this time today. I ask you to bless people as they go. If they're traveling, driving, summer's coming, everything is happening so fast right now as we transition in season. And so I just thank you for the opportunity to share. I thank you for blessing your people and all of those who support this ministry. We say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching their house, for filling their pockets, for causing them to overflow, for opening windows and channels of blessings in their life. Lord, that they can only give you credit for. Lord, thank you for bringing abundance to your people. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us this time today. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Um, if you want to support 
uh, our ministry, you can click on the link in the comments section. Make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe. If this message spoke to you and you know somebody needs to hear it, let them, let them hear it. And then join me next week for part three of this three-part conversation we've had uh, talking about how to build on our belief and connecting our beliefs to our values and really overcoming our thoughts. So then I'm going to pray a blessing over you. This is out of Ephesians chapter 1. I pray the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of Him. I pray the perception of your mind may be enlightened so that you would know it is the hope of His calling and His purpose for you and the great things that He has in store for you. Thanks so much for listening today. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. A huge thanks to those of you who support our ministry. You make what we get to do in Michigan, Oklahoma, Texas, and Colorado possible with those weekly outreaches to our hospital heroes and public service men and women. It's a big deal to get to do that and to support the people who are caring for our communities. So go ahead and click the link in the description to become a partner, or you can visit livefreedefined.com and click the giving link. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to like and subscribe or share it with a friend. Thanks again for being here today. God bless you.